Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit! I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. And I am PK. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! You mind if I whip some fire around in here? Uh, I, I, I'll, yes, I'll yes, keep yes, it as far away from the curtains as possible. The only way you could keep it far away from anything in this room is if you only lit yourself on fire <laughs> and stood in a very, and, very standstill motion. Waved like my fingers around a little. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Tassels, maybe if you had finger fire flow. If you had, <laughs> you had, you had fire tassels. You know those exist, right? I know. I'm sure. Sh- I don't doubt that they exist. I have been to that burlesque show. It's it's a it's a sight, and it's a sight you don't want to see on I, me. You'd rather see it on the person I saw it on. Yeah, most I'm, definitely. Look, I mean, it, if I had to pick between fire tassels and you sitting in cake, fire tassels. Hey, <laughs> no, fire. fire tassels while sitting in a cake. cake. That's oh, just see, that's that it. that ups the ante. That's for the that's the fifty dollars here. Who gets to blow them out? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, here we are. How you doing? How you doing? This is uh, Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 488. Um, I called it $1 billion. $1 billion. Um, for obvious reasons, if you don't know by now. But Black Panther crossed the $1 billion mark. Um, Who saw that coming? Yeah, me a week ago. We talked about it a week ago. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I was off. We, I was off we saw life. that coming before the well, damn sure. thing opened. But I was off last week by about three days. I think. I think I predicted last week that it would that it would break a billion by Friday, and I think it actually broke it on Monday. Oh, okay. So, but I think the snowstorm might have yeah, might have played into was, that. There it was, was like a, a little ugly, large out. swath of the East Coast that was buried in snow. I think it's um, important to point out that just Jung. Has joined the room. He's a good egg. I like that young man. Should we uh, mention what the hell we're talking about? The whole Patreon, party on Patreon. Yes, yes. So, of course, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that we have a Patreon. 
that you can use to uh, support the show. There are various tiers that you can pledge to, starting at a dollar, which gets you access to our Discord chat room, and you show your support of the show, and we are hugely appreciative for all the people that are in that yeah. tier. You're and, awesome. Yes. And that's a lot of bang for a buck. It is. We, it have is. A, we have a good time in that room. Yeah, and we keep on adding rooms, and the rooms keep on having conversations. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. We have a $3 tier that gets you early access to the show, so you get it on Tuesday nights, as opposed to Thursdays. You also get access to the prep sheets. You can see what we're going to talk about. You can make suggestions on what you might want to hear us talk about on the show. So that's for the $3 tier. The $5 tier gets the bonus content, which includes uh, vintage episodes, new original content, be it video or audio. Um, Then there is the $10 tier, which gets you access to the live stream, um, which we have a couple of people in that that hang out. And they get to see, uh, for Will and Jung, you're going to have to check it out later. they get to they get the behind the scenes, the the before the mic goes on and in between the mics the and big all that stuff. antics. Yeah, and then the, during the opening Will, music, they got to see my flailing arm uh, yes. in the frames. We've we changed the position of the of the camera for this uh, this week. We did, yeah. So it's uh, a little bit more on Kev and uh, and We're OG, just moving it around. And uh, the room. and now you don't see my mug, which at, is fine by me. And next week it might be a two camera shoot, or or we'll we'll figure yeah, that out. We'll play that's with a that. neat little discovery we've made. So, Will, uh, uh, so yeah. Will called it the magic that goes on behind the curtain, uh-huh. to which I responded, it's the tragic that goes <laughs> on behind the curtain. Both are correct. So there's that. Um, but yeah, so we are, uh, we, we, um, you know, get we, involved, we are very people. happy with all our patrons. You get guys are awesome. Involved. And, um, you know, we're happy to give you extra content for, for pledging to the show. And-, and of course, once you do become a Patreon, then you have the added responsibility of telling a friend about right. the show. So, so you can do that as well. Yes, very important. So, yes, uh, this is episode 488. Like I said, we are talking, uh, we did call it 1 billion. Because Only Black 12 Panther. weeks till 500. That's right. Uh, Theoretically, 12 weeks. Theoretically. <laughs> longtime listeners know, probably not 12 weeks. Is that three months? Yeah. So what would that in, be? In, uh, April. In normal time, that's three April, months. May, in Big Kev's time, that's like four. And you never know. Yeah. I don't mean, I, I should say in geek stuff time, that's like four. I shouldn't say yeah. like big cat time, that's four. So anyway. Um, but yeah, so um, so yeah, Black Panther <laughs> did break that, in, that threshold. In Big Kev's, in, in Big Kev terms, it's centrally located. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> speaking of Black Panther, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I guess somebody had asked Kevin Feige, um what he thought about doing an entire trilogy of movies so centered around Okoye, Okoyo, what's her name? Uh, 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 um, Michonne's character. Michonne. Yes. Yeah, Michonne. Michonne. Denai Gennari. <laughs> yeah, her character from Black Panther. And, you know, he said, he said, oh, you know, that would kind of be interesting. And then I saw all these people championing, yeah, we want a trilogy of movies around that character. And I had to, I had to step in and be like, look, I love Black Panther. I'm actually might go see it. Again this week, I don't know that she could support a trilogy of movies. Not a tr- however, however, I think that you can put her front and center if they wanted to explore maybe a series about Wakanda. Yep, where she kind of is the lead, and you know, Black Panther is kind of there once in a while, but he's really out on missions all the time. That kind of, you know what I mean? That kind of like time that could be really interesting. Wakanda as uh, a country, what goes on there, the events that could be really interesting. Yeah. I just don't know that she could support. And, and and you know her and her military group could support a trilogy of movies by themselves. What if they called it Wakanda while the cat's away? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow! 
What? Do we have the cricket sound effect? Why would we need a cricket sound effect? That was funny. To you. To Look at PK. He's red with laughter. Is that laughter or is that anger? I don't think that's laughter. There was some embarrassment peppered in there. Wakanda while the cat's away. Boo. Uh, Anyway. No humor. I don't. I don't. I don't know that I don't know that those characters can support their own trilogy of films. I don't even know that they can support their own film by itself. Right. I think that's a rough sell, personally. I, I mean, mean it, and I love the characters. You I bet love the Black film. Panther's getting a trilogy. If well, they've already announced quadrology a and a pentology. If you're going to see a a female character lead a film, I I, I think you're going to see that go to Black Widow before you see that go to anybody else. Only be, just by seniority's sake. Uh, as someone as someone who's been in the cinematic universe for, for since practically the beginning. Well, not only that, but I think you could do a lot of. Um, I think you could do a more solo centric story with her. Even you could even throw in Hawkeye in there, and and you know, especially in the first Avengers movie, they have that kind of back and forth where they talk about you know you you remember Budapest differently, yeah, oh, yeah. like that kind of stuff. Like you can pepper that into uh, a black. I just don't know where you would. I, I just don't know those characters without Black Panther, how they support a whole yeah. film franchise. To me, I don't see it happening. But, I mean, you know, I guess Marvel does what Marvel does. Exactly. But, um, but Because yes. Kevin Fahey has made so many mistakes up till now. Well, first of all, he also said, look, I'm not saying that we're doing that. I'm just saying that, like, yeah, I could see where that would be interesting. That, you know, that was a, it was a very, like, polite response, I thought. It was like, yeah, good idea. Probably not going to happen. Good idea. We like it. That kind of response. So, thank you, for, thank you for your feedback. Yeah, please yeah. watch our movies. We <laughs> appreciate what you have said about our franchise. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, real quick, it's not on the prep sheet, but we'll talk about it since we're talking about Marvel movies. Um, James Gunn again on Twitter today. James Gunn very active on Twitter. He's just very active on yeah. on uh, for many many years on. I know multitudes of social media. Yeah, he was he's always a, active on Facebook. Yeah, and he's a busy bee. Um, somebody asked him. Um, about the Easter eggs, uh, I did. I caught a glimpse of something some about of Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah. So there, but are, I didn't follow the there are still two Easter eggs that no one has found, according to there's James two Gunn. of them. I thought one, there was just one. No, well, there's one in each movie. Oh, okay. That Shit. no one has found, and he says it's 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 not like super obscure. It's kind of in your face. You don't. It's not like off screen, but you know, because people started calling him out today. Oh, you're just bullshitting us and they don't actually exist and he's like i did catch that he's like i've I've never lied to fans i've always been honest with fans i I always have an honest discourse with the fans there it's there yep it's there i'll be honest with you i forgot about it so did i like it's been so long since guardian one not that i don't care i just forgot about it kind of just like oh just you know man somebody's gonna catch that it's frustrating how long is that movie out for are they related he, well, so someone said, "Is it? Is it? Are the two Easter eggs related?" And 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 they they gave like James Gunn like four options, and he was like, "Yes, one of those." So, <laughs> so you know, he's he's just cagey. Yeah, he's it's, coy. It's I look. I mean, I, I'm James Gunn can do no wrong. I mean, he's got that answer in, in an envelope somewhere, right? I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, I hope okay. so. Because if he takes it to his grave, someone's gonna. No, I'm sure Kevin Feige knows, or maybe Chris Pratt knows. I don't know. Someone's gotta know. How's that, how's that name go again? Friggy. Okay, I'm just checking. <laughs> Only an asshole does it twice. <laughs> so I think it's Fahey. Yeah. It is Fahey, isn't it? I, yeah. I believe it's Fahey. Or Fahey. Yeah, those people who just trying to get every syllable and every letter in there. <laughs> Fiji. All right. All right. Let's, let's, let's move forward. <laughs> 
Let's yeah, let's do that. Robert Downey Jr. still has interest in doing a Sherlock Holmes three Thank film. God, um, Guy Ritchie. The last time this was talked about, Guy Ritchie was still um, expected to return to direct. Jude Law was still expected to return um, as Watson. Um, I, I I don't know anybody who's seen those movies. That's like yeah, that third one would be a bad idea. Like, yeah. They're pretty fun movies. They're perfectly engaging. They're 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 a fun counter to what we what is also big in our in our fan base is sure. the Sherlock yes. with uh, cum, uh, Cumberbuns and uh, and and Bilbo. It's right, exactly. It's it, look, it's but, it's Guy Ritchie. It's Guy Ritchie doing a mystery novel in Victorian England. Yeah, you know. But with Robert Downey Jr., like I, it it's, works. It's a good, it's a good little formula he's got there. I like Guy Ritchie films. Uh, the rapport normally. between the two of them is spectacular yeah. too. Between uh, um, Jude Law and Downey, so, and yeah. Downey exactly. Do I ain't these, opposed. Do you see these other projects? The Voyage of Doctor Doolittle. So he's remaking Doolittle. He is. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, as well as uh, the other Sherlock Holmes, and then Perry Mason for HBO. Yup. As a series. I would hope. And is yes, he going to w- play Perry Mason? Yeah, why not? I'm not saying he can't. Yeah. But I'm just saying I it's... mean, look, the Marvel contract is up soon. I know. Right? So he'll probably... I don't think he's going away. I don't think he's But going I think away. he will take a step back. He's. I told you, my impression here is that he's going to become Nick Fury. Maybe. Maybe he... I think that's what it is. And he'll appear in the end credits of something. Some, and, right. Exactly. And if there's another Avengers movie, he'll be in it as some I, I've heard advisor. Some, I've and, heard some people say that uh, that they think that they're going to take Shuri from Black Panther and kind of turn her into Ironheart. Oh, Jesus. They're, they're going to Riri Williams her or something awesome. along those lines. I mean, I, look, that, that's like fan speculation. I didn't and, know where you're going with that for a second. I'm, and I thought, yeah, yeah with the... Um, the reality stone and uh, yeah. the eye of Agamotto, we uh, we upend reality, and he actually Robert Downey Jr. is later cast as uh, <laughs> as White Nick Fury, oh, yeah. classic oh, no, Nick Fury. No, 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 they no. give him the he becomes, little side. No, 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 no. He he becomes the I, I appear for two seconds in all the movies to keep the, the continuity. The Nick Fury, going. I got you right, now, right. the Fury role, like, but I, like every Marvel comic in <laughs> every decade up until the last two or three, where Spider Man. Just swings through one one panel, one mm-hmm. panel, yeah. so you know it's all happening in the same you know, universe. I just watched Civil War again the other day because that's where I am in my rewatching. Right, right. And uh, again, I was just so so happy that they did such a good job with Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, that movie. Just the little nuances that were done just so right. Yeah, where he where he stops Bucky's arm. Yep, brilliant. And just looks at and it. Is that a metal arm? And. Did you catch what I was talking about? To the, the one of the common complaints yeah. from that movie was that, well, I mean, who's Spider Man without his spider sense? There's no representation of his spider sense, except for the moment when he's not looking right behind himself and his eyes go wide. and He goes, "Oh God!" and then ducks and ducks. Yeah, the thing that was flying at his head. That's not my problem. Remains, and I only have one Fantastic problem. Spider-Man. One problem with that Spider Man is that he doesn't. And this maybe this is stupid. He doesn't have glasses. Peter doesn't have. Peter glasses. doesn't have glasses. I think he yeah. should. I'm just saying. Yeah, I just think he should. And then what is this? He he still wants to do Pinocchio. Yeah, he had. To, I remember that was like, oh god, I feel like it was ten years ago. He had talked about wanting to do a live action Pinocchio. Okay, gee, who on earth could be doing a live action Pinocchio? A company yeah. that he works for already, perhaps. Yeah, I'm sure. Are you talking Geppetto for him, or like I, I would assume, assume he or, would be Geppetto, or the friggin' like Fox I mean, guy. Or I mean, I posit he's already done Pinocchio <laughs> with Age Fox of Ultron, guy. but <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> but uh, 
But uh, yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> James Spader should voice Pinocchio again. That would be amazing. <laughs> you know Geppetto. <laughs> as long as he reprises I have no strings on me, I'm down. <laughs> In the same exact way. No <laughs> strings on me. All right, let's let's move forward, shall we? Uh, Bronson Pinchot has been cast in a reoccurring role in the CW's Sabrina series, which is going to Netflix, right? Isn't so, it Pinchot is fucking it... phage people? What? The people who say phage. Oh, yeah. It's, no, uh, it's phage from like yeah. five minutes it, ago. It's actually Bronson Pinko. Oh, my. Pinko. Yeah. My Pinko bastard. Um, according to Deadline, he's going to play George Horth. Hawthorne, the principal of Baxter High. He's constantly up against Sabrina and her friends um, in the comic books. Um, I like the the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which was kind of like that comic book hard edge reboot that they did okay. right around the same time they did Riverdale, or is before River um, before it was before Riverdale. And um, so I'm I'm look I'm interested in seeing it. Riverdale could be the only CW show I'm still watching at this point. Wow, yeah, so you I've given up on all of them. I'm done. Really? You, yeah, I'm done. I was. Why? I've been blown away I'm, I'm by done. your like, and and I'm done. Especially with Arrow, because Arrow is your boy. Yeah. Well, whoa, whoa, and to, and, whoa. Uh, and to have you hit that point? Nope. I'm done. Like, what? What happened? What happened? I, I just I, the only thing that's holding me on to Legends right now. Right. I I think Legends is still kind of funny on occasion, but I hate Damian Dark. Damian Dark is the the shithead from Shield that kept coming back. Oh no! Every time you kill him, he comes back. Yeah, that's Damian Ward. Dark. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. And he bounces Ward, from too. fucking show to show, and he's the big villain again this season. Uh, and now his daughter is there, who's got the same shit face that he has on every fucking episode. Brett Dalton. Yeah, I, think that's uh, his name? I yeah. mean, I, don't, I have no problem with the actor. Oh, Brett Dalton from yeah. No, the guy that's playing Dark. I have no problem with the actor, but the character is shit. So the only thing holding me onto Legends right now is that Constantine is still sort of tied to that show, oh, okay. right. and I want to see his involvement. So I might. I might just watch the episodes that he's in. Flash, I am completely over. Okay. DeVoe, I hate the villain of DeVoe. Oh. I hate the I hate the who's going to find out Barry is the Flash this week. Who's going to get super speed this week. It's, it's every fucking season. It's the same story. They just pull out one villain and plug a new one in and right. rehash the same. Exa- it's the yeah. same story. And Arrow is so far removed from the character that I actually love that I no longer feel obligated to watch it that's not arrow or green or or black canary that i'm watching on that show right that's a guy with a bow and arrow in a green hood and three people who have now been black canary none of which who are correct oh lord for black canary so he actually is just arrow he's not your green arrow he is not my green they they excise the green for a reason hashtag not my arrow not my arrow i started watching arrow last week (laughs) so i got through legends and flash last week and i was like oh it's fucking it's like tedious to watch i was like hurts I started watching Arrow. I got about 10 minutes into Arrow, and it's like the, the beginning of the episode is, oh, we're finally able to get this case about you being outed as Oliver Queen thrown out of court, and oh, finally, we're going to overthrow it. Oh, no, surprise witness, we're bringing Roy Harper back, and I push stop. <laughs> In the CW app, I pushed stop, and I closed it, and I'm done. I'm like, nope, I don't need to watch this anymore. I feel I feel liberated. I've gained back like three hours a week. Hey, and I can do go. anything. You can paint more minis now. I could stare at a wall for three hours, and it would be more fucking entertaining and productive <laughs> than watching what those shows have become. Oh, boy. Oh. Yikes. <sighs> 
feels good to get that off my chest. And that's what really grinds my gears. Exactly. So, yes, I am done with that. I'm done with that universe. So, that's good. <laughs> Damn. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay yeah. with it. I, you, you, Just, you look relieved. Like, I do. You, you, I yeah, feel yeah. good about it. I, because I was hate watching them. I was yeah, watching no, them no, out yeah, of this weird never. sense of... Gotham. Never, never. No, no, no. It... It was More different. like disappointment. Yeah, it was mm. different than Gotham. It's like reading Marvel comics these yeah. days. But it just I, I had this sh- <laughs> I had this strange sense of loyalty uh-huh. to Arrow because of who it was. Well, yeah, right? of course. And then because I was watching Arrow, I had this sense of loyalty to everything else going on in that universe and how they connected. And then once you know, once Arrow broke, it's that yeah. was that, everything else was easy. I, I, I mean, I, like relating. Do you if, think if, if they screwed up? Uh, my favorite character, which they didn't, in fact, yeah. gave one of the, the best shows ever for for a character, and so I'm I'm doing way better than you uh, with the Punisher. So, um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I, you know, if if they complete if they if they threw Dolph Lundgren at that right. TV show and like the, the Dolph Lundgren universe, right. uh, I you know I'd, I'd be in that yeah. Sort of like mode Kingpin too, like, was played by like Screech from Saved by exactly. the Bell. Like you'd be upset. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Will wants to know what about Supergirl. Uh, yeah, I'll probably give up on Supergirl, too. What about <laughs> Black Lightning? I never started Black Lightning. Oh, there you go. So I'll have to. Just avoiding it from the game. And Black Lightning doesn't count anyway, right? No, that's not really tied into that universe. So I suppose if uh, I yeah. wanted to give it a try, watch it I could, but I just. I, the, I, I, I mean, honestly, I it's honestly worth the look. Feel Maybe you got a college buddy in there. I do. Uh, that pops up and gets I, thrown across the hood of a car. I do, but I honestly just kind of feel relieved <laughs> to not have to feel obligated to watch those shows it's it's a nice feeling to not really care so much about tv shows you know uh which i think about often when i'm uh playing vr uh, with a headset uh anyway moving wow on. moving on silly rabbit um i have not started Jessica- segways are for kids <laughs> um I have not started Jessica Jones yet. Have either of you started? Uh, no. My wife and I are the first two in. Okay. So I know some people in Discord have, have watched it all already. Um, they've mm-hmm. said they loved it. Apparently, it's really good. Um, I, I haven't. I haven't. It's not out of not one. I really love season one. I yeah. just haven't had the chance. Between the snow last week and then the weekend was it's still been kind a of weird, a shit show. Weird couple I, of weeks. Yeah, since I just it came haven't out, had a chance yeah. to sit down and, and, and give it a time. Because I want to pay attention. Jessica yeah. Jones is in a... It's more you, heady you than to, the you others. You have to digest Jessica and, Jones. And so. Which is... Unfortunately, I'm in that weird kind of mo- like I'm watching, I'm paying attention, but I'm sort of half paying attention. Right. So there, there have been a and and my wife is all over it. Right. Jessica Jones was is her favorite so far of the the Netflix universe anyway. Sure, uh, she loved that first season, so she's really engaged in what's going on. And I'm frustrating her because invariably there's a wait. What about what is yeah? Is that the guy? Is he from first season? What happened with that? What what happened with that guy? Why is that guy there? Who's that guy? Who- yeah, we just watch the show. I hear there's just some... sit here and watch it and pay <laughs> just, attention just and stay off the shut up. fucking computer. Yeah. Uh, I hear there's some loose tie-ins back to the MCU um, still, which is nice. They're still kind of continuing that some references and, and yeah. things like that. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. Cool. I, I just I have to start it. That's all. Um, Vin Diesel joins Sony's adaptation of the Valiant Entertainment comic bloodshot with dave wilson set oh, to yeah. direct bloodshot. i mean that's look it's 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 inspired casting <laughs> uh, out of all of the valiant titles from the original launch back in the 90s bloodshot was probably my favorite um bloodshot for those of you who don't know um let's see did i give a brief synopsis oh yeah right here tells the story of a former soldier 
killed and brought back to life with technological upgrades, filling his body with billions of nanobots. This allows him to be the perfect soldier by healing from injuries, shape shift, and even interact with technology. Robo soldier. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good story. Uh, I'm jazzed about the writer. Um, Eric Heiserer wrote the script for this one. He is uh, behind uh, Arrival and the the newer version of The Thing that was uh, from a couple years ago, which actually was not a bad movie. I've heard a prequel. It's yeah, 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 yeah. It uh, yeah, it, it ends right where uh, the the original leaves off, yeah. and it or uh, picks up. Picks up, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, good. He's yeah. That's a sad. I'm intrigued now. I'm ready to listen. Oh, excellent. Yeah, huzzah. Um, all right, let's move to let's go to Dark Phoenix. I guess right. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some more set photos of Dark Phoenix this week. Um, it's a, a, as far as costuming goes, it's a pretty big departure from. Um, what we've seen in the past in the X-Men universe. The Frank Wiley costumes. It is the right? Frank Wiley costumes, which I happen to really like. I liked that design. It was kind of a simplistic design. Um, it worked really well with Frank Wiley's art style. Right. Um, I don't know that anybody else would have... Uh, maybe Ramita would have been able to... Hang, I don't know. It's It worked well with Quietly's art style. It's, that said, I like the way it looks on the character. Yeah, it's in, interesting. In the set photo. Yeah. Um, one of my biggest issues is I, I still I, I still think the beast looks way too small. You said something about mange today. Yeah, he does. He looks kind of like he has mange. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. Think about it. The Hank McCoy, right? Even before he's beast, he's a big dude. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. And, and Nicholas and, Holt is you know, scrawny little right, war boy from uh, from Fury and Road. And before he's covered in fur, he's a big, muscular, like yeah. stocky, like beast. Of a guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a fitting name. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. They should use that. And I'm I'm just glad Evan Peters is back and <laughs> as Quicksilver. As Quicksilver. Mm. Because the last two films, he's just been the highlight. He's been the highlight for of sure. Those films for sure. So, um, I'm I'm looking forward to Dark Phoenix. I like the costume designs. I'm not letting my fact that I think Beast has a disease. Um, really poop on my parade. Why is he but, still around? That's the other question. Why wouldn't he still be around? Well, at that point, isn't he separated from them? By Dark Phoenix Saga? Where would isn't he be? He? I don't think Defenders? so. Defenders? Oh, maybe. But look, this, they're, look, they're also creating their own... Oh, no, I know. I'm not know, that's, saying that. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying... He might not have been. I don't remember, in, in all honesty, but either and way... Iceman isn't in here either, right? Not in that shot, at right. least. But look, that it's not an inclusive shot. It's right. it's a set shot. We don't know who's missing and who's not missing. You know, it's uh, the extras that are on set with him. It's hard to see in the photo that we have in the prep sheet. But the extras that are on set with him are all in space uniforms. They're all in, like, NASA jumpsuits or, you know, some sort of space jumpsuit. So, Ooh. They're, they're, you know, finding the Phoenix Force or something along those lines, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, I, I look forward to this. I like the costume design. I like that we get a splash of color. So let's see. I'm guessing that Fox then has the Shi'ar, probably under theirs. So that means that they don't have the Kree or the Skrulls. We know they don't have the Kree or the Skrulls. I mean, well, we know they don't have the Kree. They could have the Skrulls. Oh, they could have the Skrulls because Skrulls is very FF. We have not seen any Skrulls yet. But we know the Kree is definitely part of Captain Marvel, and and, and the MCU. In general, Ronin is a Cree. I mean, all of all of Guardians revolves around the Cree. Yeah, um, Yandu not Cree, Ronin Cree. Right. Um, yeah, Yandu's yeah. just blue. No, he's uh, a different. He's a Centauri. Centauri, yeah. something like that is his race. Um, but um, but yeah. So 
so the Kree, yeah, and and the Kree were also in Shield during that whole Tahiti right. thing. Yep, yeah, that was Kree as well. So um, I haven't watched Shield in a long time, but I do. That was like season two, I think. So Agents still of yeah. shit. Um, so yeah, so yeah, maybe they maybe they don't have the scrolls. You're right. The scrolls are very because all I can think of is Super Scroll. I can think of that comic cover where he's. Human Torch, yeah, thing, yeah, like fantastic. It wasn't he all four of them. He's all of them. Scroll, yeah, all four mm-hmm. of them with a scroll head, right? Um, so yeah. Um, all right, we can move forward to Disney's Artemis Fowl, which I didn't have a ton of interest in. Um, I've never read the books. I know it's like young adult type. Um, yeah, you it, know, which doesn't I, turn me off from it. I read the first one a million years ago, and it it, it, it hit when uh, it, like the like Harry Potter and that that sort and of Limited Snicket was, a big it thing. was yeah. all like yeah, it came Spider-Wick out around the same Chronicles. time. And uh, you've got like Artemis Fowl is basically like this evil genius, not evil genius, but yeah. he's a, you know, criminal mastermind kind of genius. Uh, it's uh, it got kind of, it's it's kind of a, a young adult antihero right sort of deal going on. It, it was clever, it was interesting, um, but I. I, I I remember, I remember feeling that way at the time. I couldn't tell you shit about it right now, story wise. Right. But I remember I, I got through the book pretty quick. I was like, oh, it's okay. It was you cool. know, it was on my list to read at one point, and then I just and it had it, some sort of game going along with it too. Like there was something with codes in the book, and if you could decipher the code, oh, you cool. could enter into some contests some or some yeah. shit. I think. Uh, I think the answer once you got all the parts was be sure to drink your, your oval teen. <laughs> Son of a. Bitch. And of course, the film is being directed by legendary uh, Kenneth Branagh. And that, well, that's why I—I I mean, I put it in the news because it falls nowhere yeah. else. But I, the fact that Branagh is directing it is interesting to me. Uh, that was legendary Hamlet, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, I uh, not, not uh, the performance. Uh, I uh, maybe the maybe the film was legendarily long, um, but uh, his performance legendarily rushed. Listen, the man uh, who gave us Thor, Kenneth Branagh. Yes, he gave us lots of things besides Thor. Of course, he did. Yeah. Gave us he dead gave again. Us, he gave us. He gave us uh, Henry, Henry the, the Fifth, Fifth, which was great. He gave much yeah. ado much about ado. nothing. He did not give us much ado. He was only performing. He did not direct. Oh, I much thought ado. he directed. Much I thought ado. he directed. Oh no, I'm sorry. You're right. Much ado. Yes, I'm thinking of the other one. Uh, the more. Othello, uh, he did not Othello, he did not he direct. An his incredible performance. His in finest that. film performance, yeah. in my yeah. opinion. Uh, yeah. But he did not direct that. Yes. Correct. Yes, yes. He did give us uh, much ado. And um, second only to that would, would probably be his Hamlet. That was, right. His, right. Uh, I'd yeah. rather he, he watch did, Mel Gibson do Hamlet. He gave, us, he gave us Midwinter's Tale. I'd rather watch P.B. Herman do Hamlet. He gave us Midwinter's Tale. Midwinter's Tale, Tale is probably his finest directorial <laughs> film. Um, he gave opinion. us Gilderoy Lockhart from the Harry Potter franchise. That was a good one. Yeah, I like that. So, look. Brana is well known. He's well vetted. Um, I like him as an actor. Traditionally speaking, or, or most of the time, I like him as a director. Just not that Hamlet bit. I'm, I'm just not a fan of that Hamlet. I am, personally, I, I'm with you. But I mean, that's y'all's problem. Um, but I am looking forward to Artemis Fowl and his yeah. involvement in that, and and where he takes that and how he translates it to film. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. I think it's not my fault. You got all those ex- extra hours. You can't devote it to something of quality. Hey, look, you know, it doesn't no, that's it. not it. It's no. just that when his dialogue sounds like this. It's hard to decipher what he's saying. Uh, you need to check your speakers on your. Oh no no no, sets. sir! My speakers are totally fine because I heard everyone else, even uh, what's his name, the Frenchman, <laughs> who's no, who I cannot believe. There's that no stuck line in he there. delivers that sounds like a Christopher Nolan Inception score. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about let's talk about one more thing I think in this segment, and then we'll take a break for segment. What two. you want? Uh, let's do John Favreau. Yeah. Okay. John Favreau. Oh wait, actually, quickly before we get to John Favreau, did we talk last week about Zach Levi 
and, yes. and on set yes. we did yes and because there's been more there's been more photos a little closer and you can and the material is uh is more uh dceu looking uh it's got that texture it has the superman texture the, yeah to it. oh yeah um, oh that's good but I, I still think it looks really it looks great it, lo- it lo- it's it's but, it is shazam's costume that, like that, that suit has got to be padded right like i know he's that's big is that's he, my my he, question i've been is asking he working out with the rock well no look he's i've gotten no answers for that there have been some photos there have been some photos of him where his arms are fucking huge yeah. compared to the Zach Levi that we know, right? But that suit, that suit has got to be padded because they look ginormous. I suspect big. there's got to be some sort of little little extra cushioning Something, going on, but right? I don't know. But like, I don't know. At the same time, that's that's hard to get away with. You'll, I know you'll be able without to better, being comical. You, you'll also be better able to pick it up when you see it move. When you see it move, yeah, yeah. you'll be able to, to tell. If it's moving naturally or yeah. not. Uh, but either way, I really like the costume design. I think he looks great in the role. I'm actually excited for Shazam. I, I, is that? Yeah. Is that? I, it's, uh, my, my attention is turning around towards, yeah. okay, I'm actually. I, I'm looking forward to. I, I, got, I got a horse it. in this race now. Yeah. So, uh, so that, that's kind of exciting. Um, John Favreau has been, um, we did not talk about this last week, has been announced no. to direct a live-action Star Wars uh, series. Produce. He's produce, exactly, I'm sorry. Exactly. He may produce, end up directing at right, some point. Produce and write. Yeah. Oh, my apologies. Um, for the He'll new probably Disney, do the pilot. Yeah. yeah. For the new Disney streaming service. Um, so Is that confirmed streaming, or is it just Star Wars series and where it's going is uh, uh, to be determined? So... As, I mean, we can as assume... far as I know, the only live action series currently being developed. There are several, right. but they're all being developed for, for the, the streaming, streaming service. Okay. So they haven't. I don't know if they actually said it's for the streaming service. I think the assumption is that that's where the live action shows are going, and right. so it makes he's sense. Probably working on one of those shows. What it is, we don't know. There has right. been absolutely. No inkling about what any of these new trilogy of films are, right. what any of the live action series are. And they might still be figuring that out, too, you know, and, and locking in exactly what they want to do. It may not be decided yet. There are certainly some possibilities following the end of Rebels. <laughs> Yeah, we can talk about that now. Yeah, I think everybody is. We've given uh, people more than enough time. I'm more than enough time. We're over a week. Be, uh, yeah, last yeah. week was was it right? It, right. It, it aired last week. So I it's think? been over a week at yeah. this point. Um, so Rebels came to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, only one thing I think that we predicted on this show actually played out in that ending, which was. I know I said it. I don't remember if you guys agree. I think you agree. Zeb's but fate. We Zeb's we all fate. came to the same conclusion. You know, yeah, I that. don't think I saw Garrus going with him. Um, but we all said it was very possible that Zeb's fate could not be death. It could be he going just back goes to his back to his home. Yeah, they world. set it up. We also said Kanan was going to die. We did, but that was already two weeks ago. No, I know that. But yes. I'm saying but yes. as far as predicting the end of Rebels goes, Correct. we right. definitely said that one. Right. Um, but I thought I, – I suspected Hera would survive because Rogue One, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and Endor and uh, fate, uh, whatever that destiny is, a fate of destiny or whatever that is. Yeah. Right there, isn't she in with Leia forces of destiny? Force she of shows destiny. up in there. Yeah. So um, I suspected that that Hera would would be okay. Um, I didn't know what was going to happen with Sabine, and I thought Ezra was going to die as well. And and, and, and Ezra know, does not die. But well, I, I I struggle with this because they're on the hunt for Ezra. But but listen, I, it, that's going to have to be carefully explained if he if he still exists in some way and and what maybe he becomes so, because that was a that was a, a starship yeah. with no windows 
and it went to hyperspace. All right, but so here's here's my thought behind this. Here's my thought behind this. So, first of all, Dave Filoni said, in his opinion, both Ezra and Thrawn survive the jump. Okay. Okay? So he's the creator of the show, so whether or not they run with that, right. but here's my thought on it. The whales that, that jump, right? Seal it up. Right. No, but, yeah, well, hmm. traditionally speaking, they're known for jumping into freighter lanes. They've said that several times on the show before because they're actually known for randomly showing up in a lane with freighters and crashing into it and bringing them down. Right. Their nickname is like Starship Crasher or something like that. Right. right. So I, I'm wondering if... It's a creative name. I wonder if they jump close to a ship and Ezra force floats his ass inside the ship or it crashes into a ship directly and they're able to actually get out of the field and into I, then the ship. I guess. But I mean, we've seen what happens when something goes from hyperspace into another ship and it's a very scary and silent thing. We, we, we <laughs> have, we have, but we also don't know, but we also don't know. Do they have the same exact mass as a star destroyer though? Yeah. That's you know true. what I mean? It's, it's I organic hope. tissue versus steel because, and everything else. Cause if, if this is what happens, I'm going to start the hashtag Holdo lives. Yeah. Right. So I, I look, I, I see it as a possibility. I see it as a possibility that he lives. I think Ezra living is much more plausible. That's much more plausible. Than Thrawn living. Yeah. Thrawn um, living, I question a little bit more. Yeah. But Ezra unless, living, I could say. Unless the, the force of the jump merges them together. And, oh, stop no. it. And, uh, I and, hope. and, and, and the, yeah. the one being they became like the, he smashes his head into, into like a beam that was right there. And that explains that part thing. And, and it, and it's, well, what I said was the, they force, adopt the name Snoke. What I said, the force of the jump stretches him out. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> I see where it's going. Um, it makes perfect sense. So that all being said, I, apparently I think, Ezra survives. We'll see. I, I, I would, I think I'd like it better if, I mean, of course we wouldn't know this at the time, but if they did a series that followed, Ahsoka and Sabine on the journey to try to find, find Ezra, Ezra and they never find him. Yeah. Right. You know, like, but the lesson along, somehow the lesson along the way is that, you know, he, he was there all the time yeah. or some yeah. nonsense like that. I think that might make for some really good episodes of probably animated Something. TV. Yeah. yeah I, I think so too. I that, think so. That works. But they can't find him. Though I, yeah, I, I would I think, think so. that can happen. If it came to a point where they found him, uh, it, it, he would have to come back in a very big way. It, 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 yeah, it, it, that affects the universe. Yeah, like it's mm. otherwise. Right. It's just it seems a waste for his end and his then his end but, in Rebels is kind of can be right. meaningless right. if they don't make it something really huge. Like holy shit, this is what happened to Ezra. My right. God, and your head explodes. And it also that that whole potential and storyline gives us a plausible explanation why Sabine <clears throat> and Ahsoka are not around during the trilogy. Of yeah. Films, yeah. The yep. original trilogy. Mm -hmm. of films, right. Now we know they wouldn't be around. They're probably somewhere out in the far stretches of the, the edges of the universe. Yeah. Looking for and, Ezra. And listen, that's fine. there is always a chance that they could land in that little pocket of time travel goodness. And who knows, who knows where they, they you know what? It's Star Wars Quantum Leap at that right. point. But that's okay. I'm I'm okay with those characters surviving. I'm okay with that being a concept for exploration. Totally fine with that. It's a big universe. Um, Why not? Love that they confirmed Rex. That was wonderful. That the Battle of Endor. <laughs> that was that, absolutely that was, wonderful. That was absolutely nothing more than a hat tip 
to a fan theory, and it was really well done, and I'm really happy about it. And now, now Filoni's pretty inga- ingrained in this stuff sure. and all that. Is there a remote chance that he, you know that he created the design of these clone troopers and and put that beard on Rex with that in mind, or is just it was? Do you think this is just pure coincidence? And he, and pure and he realized, coincidence. Ah, you know what? This is a cool idea. Let's keep him around I, and and I, and tip his hat to that. That na- that uh, guy who was just a featured extra who now is has is, has this huge yeah. character expansion. I, I hope that actor's still around to see that. I know. I I think it's coincidence. I, I think it's coincidence. I think that I, look. I mean, you never know with Filoni. I, you're right. He yep. he does tend to think three and four steps ahead of everybody else around yep. him. Yep. Um, I, I don't. Think I don't so. know. I. I, I I almost I would rather it, think it's coincidence and a hat tip to fans. And they yeah. picked it up. And That's they picked great. it up and yeah. ran with it. It was like, you know what? That could work. I like that better. Let's do I, it. I like to keep us in check because, you know, if fans hit that point where they have right. all this power and then you, you have the shit like I'm going through on Twitter today. Right. And, uh, yeah, so let's, let's, let's not start sucking each other's dicks just yet, gentlemen. Oh, Um And then, of course, one of the most important parts, I think, is Hera. And her son, yep. Jason, who is one only assumes is not force sensitive. Yeah, we don't know. Because wouldn't that have come into play in the original trilogy if he was? I don't know. Would it have? Remains to be seen. I don't know. Because was Luke actively looking for other people? I don't no, know. No, but Vader was. Yeah, but was Vader looking for force sensitive people by the time the new trilogy came around? I think one would argue the same thing, the same argument that people are making, well, why didn't the Empire ever go back to Lothal in that, well, once the TIE factory was destroyed in the finale of Rebels, or the second to leave in finale of Rebels by Kanan's sacrifice, yep. the, and, and and once everything else kind of played out, the Empire really had other things to focus yeah, on, and done Lothal at that point. kind of falls off the map, and... You know, I don't know. All we the, don't know that they didn't go back. All to their Lothal. eggs went into the basket of the Death Star at that point. Because I've also seen some people say, "Is Jason? Could it be?" And I, this is just fan theory and speculation, which I happen to enjoy. I like the fan theory yeah, and speculation. It's, it's, it's fun. It's fun to discuss right? as long as you don't don't hang your hat on it. Don't hold the, right. the the fucking creators to this. But I've seen some people say they think that, or is it possible that Jason would end up then being one of the students? That Luke is training in his new Fort Jedi Academy uh-huh. and is eventually killed by Kylo Ren. Uh, that is entirely possible, yes. and that is, that's that's a possibility. Yep. I could see that as a way to as a way to just tie it together. They make a nod, they make a reference to it somewhere. They make a uh, because we're look. I still think at some point we have to explore. Uh, hopefully in the next film somewhere, we have to explore a little bit more of Kylo's turn, the Ren, the whatever the clan of Ren that right. he has, or whatever the fuck that's called, and and that the whole Knights of the Ren. Knights of Ren. I think we have to explore that a little bit more. I I find it hard to believe they that's going to be me. Um, I find it hard to believe that's going to be completely left by the wayside. Yeah. So maybe they could work Jason in there. I'm totally okay with that. Um, interesting. When it's did, an interesting departure. Jay, I mean. It's her and Kanan's kid, right? Oh yeah, yeah. When did they have time to make that happen? Well, well. So what you realize, what you realize, is that when Kanan and Hera had their really sweet moment three or four episodes back, yeah. she must be pregnant already at that point. But when did they have the time prior to that? I mean, I, I guess at any point. They uh. they spend a, look in the last season, especially. They've been getting closer and closer together. They've had more interaction with each. They've had more. 
close interaction with each other. Right. I mean, they're not going to show, you know, it's a Disney show. They're not going to no, show no, them in the bedroom. But, but making it's, sweet, it's, sweet love down by the yeah, fire. It's just co- like they're in, everything's in constant motion. I, I just I, I was struggling to, to figure out, like, when the when the fuck did they have the time to, to bed down? Who knows? It could have been it could have been right after. Kanan has his little moment with her, or no, no, because that immediately leads to his death. It could have been any time. Yeah. I mean, all it takes is, you know, a couple uh, of minutes. Because really, it took until that moment for for the whole I love you to to take place. So it it almost seems like that's the moment when, oh, yeah, we want to have a relationship and love each other. And then then, then, that's the end of that. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know, but. I mean, you have unless they were if, friends with look, benefits look, leading if, up to that, and then deciding, you know what, it's not a friends with benefits anymore. I actually love you. If it's uh, not, I'm gonna go die now. If it's not Kanan's kid, and it's a huge red herring, but I think he kind of even looks a little like Kanan. It's so it's, it's got to be Kanan's kid. Kanan's yeah. kid. It's so, kid. I, I, you know, it'll be or 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 choppers. <laughs> yeah, right. Whoa. <laughs> oh my. He's got a new attachment. Um, <laughs> maybe they put a little Kanan on ice. Just saying. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He forced impregnated her. Wait, no, that's that sounds awful. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Anyway, looking at the clock and with a good old rape Oh, my joke, God. I think it's time to Way take... Way to go, our- OG. Bringing us to a break. Wow. Uh, kicking and screaming. I think it's time to take our only Jeez. break. Yes, we will right. take that break right here on Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 488, the one we're calling $1 billion. <laughs> Ahoy, ahoy, welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. It's all or none with video games lately. Last week was scraps and tidbits, while this week is a truckload of game announcements. Starting off, there was a surprise Nintendo Direct with some very cool titles mapping out the summer of Switch. But first, they showed some Nintendo 3DS titles, because it has an undeniably large install base. But I wish they would just switch their development resources over to the Switch, but I guess they're just still too busy printing money. They showed the always insane minigame collection, WarioWare Gold, the handheld remake on a handheld with the highly rated RPG, Mario & Luigi, Bowser's Inside Story. Although that doesn't come out until sometime in 2019. The extremely odd Detective Pikachu, which comes out March 23rd. Sorry, no voice by Danny DeVito. And finally, the remake of the GameCube launch title, Luigi's Mansion. Now on to the new hotness. In order of release date, the side-scrolling platformer, Kirby All-Stars, will be out March 16th. One of my favorite games of 2017, but not quite as good as Stick of Truth, but still cool to see on the Nintendo Switch, is South Park The Fractured Butthole, which is out April 24th. The Dynasty Warriors button-mashing beat-em-up style game, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition, which is out May 18th. And being a Definitive Edition, it'll have more bells and whistles, which means more characters. The awesomely dark and creepy side-scrolling puzzle game, Little Nightmares, which is out May 18th. The day one purchase for any Souls fan, Dark Souls Remastered, which is out May 25th. Also out upon release is the Solera of Astoria Amiibo. Every time you touch him to the Switch, your character will praise the sun. It's so cool. Unfortunately, this Amiibo is a GameStop exclusive and it's already hard to find, as the initial batch sold out on the first day. Luckily, I pre-ordered mine. The Legend of Zelda-inspired and Japanese calligraphy-styled Okami HD, which did not have a release date, but slanted for summer. The Tumblr-darling RPG Undertale, which only had a release date of, eventually. Mario Tennis Aces, I don't think I have to describe that, which is out June 22nd. Another port, 
thankfully freed from the prison of the Wii U, is Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker, a super cute puzzle game which is out July 13th. The previously PlayStation-exclusive platformer collection Crash Bandicoot Trilogy, which is out July 10th. Much more support for Splatoon 2 in the form of free maps and a DLC story expansion, further piquing OG's interest in the Nintendo Switch. And that one more thing that has now spawned countless memes, the announcement of Super Smash Bros., which will be released this year, 2018. It's unknown if it's an enhanced port of a Wii U title or an entirely new game. Fans of the series were content enough to lose their shit over the fact that they're doing it at all. And finally, as if the avalanche of Nintendo announcements wasn't enough, we also had the official announcements of Tom Clancy's The Division 2, Battlefield 5, which will be taking place during World War II, and the next Call of Duty will be Black Ops 4. Not a lot of info on any of these titles, but I'm certain there'll be more at E3. And finally, finally, Devil May Cry Collection is out now on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC for $30. I don't know if they're good ports, I haven't read any reviews, but I'll let you know next week. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. Build your own R2D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only help. Call toll free now on 877-544-6779, or go to buildr2d2.com, and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts, all for just nine ninety nine. Your R2D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step assembly guide. Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space. Fantastic Beaks. <laughs> oh, you. You rat. OG bastard. presents Fantastic Beaks. <laughs> Fantastic Beaks and where to see them. Fuck them. Right. Anyway. <laughs> First up, Jennifer Gray before her plastic surgery. <laughs> Whoa. Anyway. So, I was going to go with yeah. Clarence Beaks from The Breakfast Club. There you go. Oh, that's a good one. Um, all right. So. Uh, yes, we are back. Yes. Um, we had a new uh, game stuff yes, during yes. the break there. He no. missed one. Uh, April 10th, the release of Rick and Morty That's Virtual right. Rickality for the PlayStation VR. And in regards to his 3DS comment, uh, I, I still have a 3DS in my home. I have more than one, I think, actually. Oh, yeah? We like the 3DS. It's yeah. a fun little handheld console. Yep, yep. Um, and I don't have a Switch yet, so I, eventually I will have a Switch. But Yeah. But uh, other things first. Yes. Like PlayStation VR. Like PlayStation VR. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so, yes. Um, uh, we have a bunch to talk about in this segment, including uh, Fantastic Beasts, but we also have some voicemails. Do we want to go to those now? Uh, yeah, I can uh, I can hit up. Uh, we have a couple of them. I'll hit the first one here. All right. 
Hello, hello to Big Kiev, OG Desa, and PKGB. This is Superfan Sergey calling from Somalensk in Mother Russia. Um, I will concentrating to tell you a comment on episode 486, Spam Skin Pinipple. Um, you, uh, we do not get broadcast on American TV until maybe two or three weeks later via satellite. So I just saw an Oscar show on television, and you spoke of the show on this episode. And one thing you neglected to say was what I found the best to be of a best adapted screenplay that Logan, the movie Logan, was up. And what I pointed out to friends here in the cafe that they said the Logan was based on characters created by Lennon Ween and John Romutsky Sr. So it is, I think, his first time comic book creator mentioned on national awards show. So I wanted to make sure we brought that out to the audience of the big Kiev's geek stuff. I would like to say das vidanya, my friends and comrades in America. Okay. Super fan Sergey is my favorite fan. I love super fan Sergey. He is my favorite fan <laughs> ever. And that's a fantastic point. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> Sorry for those of you in the live stream. You can't hear that audio. I'm going to try to figure out a way to get that to you oh, somehow. Boy, I have is to that hold good? something up to the phone. I have to hold my headphones up to the phone for you or something. <laughs> but, uh, wow. God, <sighs> is it? Now, I, oh. I, have, I have no Ooh. idea who Superfan Sergey is. Oh, my I do. God. You I do? do? Okay. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I didn't know if, if this is just a, if this is <laughs> somebody I don't know. <laughs> but it's, uh, he's amazing. He oh, is he's amazing. He's, and he's one of the nicest yeah. guys like on planet earth his whole family they're just great awesome amazing people do do i know super fan sergey you may have met him somewhere okay mm. i'll tell you later okay who who he is oh, would he have goodness. i don't think he, he might have because because super fan sergey has been to events where we have been at okay so it's possible he that he all of us met. have been at i i don't know oh, okay so well, okay. Are we, we have another voicemail? Uh, we, there is a uh, so, yeah. There's another voicemail that uh, lesser that fan. As well. uh, so yeah, I'll hit that one right now. Hello again. <laughs> this is a super fan Sergey with PS to last phone call. Uh, possible to uh, apply for passport to come to United States and maybe to visit the state of New Jersey, Kaczynski. I'd like to know if uh, the cast of show is going to uh, be attending the uh, Flea of Geek event. <laughs> In April, we'd very much like to have you um, maybe uh, meet in person and sign my MP3 player. This again, Superfan Sergey, does the Daniel go down? To sign his, his MP3 player. Yeah, his Zune. His yeah. I, I, re I didn't initially, I, I was kind of uh, eh about Geek Flea and I wasn't sure I was going to show up. Oh I am God. fucking going to Geek Flea. Because uh, if, I, if I have not met Superfan Sergey, uh, I... Absolutely have oh, to yeah. meet Super, Super Fan Sergey. Yes. All right. So we will be oh. at Geek Flea on <laughs> April 28th in Kearney, New Jersey. The first Presbyterian church in Kearney, New Jersey. 
Carney Road. Uh, the link should be on our Facebook page, and it'll be on the regular page, and it'll be on social media. I'll start. Uh, I gotta, I'll post the link a bunch of places. So yes, if you are local to the area and you are uh, and you want to come out and hang out, we will be at Geek Flea on April twenty eighth. On April twenty ninth, I believe most of us are going to East Coast Comic Con for at least a couple hours to hang out. Uh, possibly. Possibly. Did okay. you get we have, uh, I haven't gotten them yet. No. Okay. They're, still on, they're on sale, though. I'm going from Geek Flea to, uh, to Playing With Fire on that Saturday night. Oh, so okay. I, I don't know if that's uh, if conducive gonna happen. To, to getting up the next okay. day at all. But it, Well, the good news is it's right in Secaucus. So even oh. if you don't go with us, you could always meet us there if oh. if you are so inclined. It's clo- for, I had it in my head that it was it was a southern. No, show. no, it's in no. Sakakas, New Jersey. Okay. So that, it's it's close. That changes things. That's a hop, we'll, skip, and a we'll jump. We actually, you know, I, I did. I just missed. I think recently. Um, uh, two things. One, Monster Mania was apparently huge. Yeah, and it, it, so it was all either... sorts of problems. Oh, really? Yeah, they, it got closed down from the fire marshal. Oh, really? And, yeah, and, I, I did and, hear they were and sold there were out. Other, there were other issues as what well. What was I the think. other issues? I, I I saw some complaints from people. What about? It was, it was a little, that, little that, messy. That they they couldn't get online. Oh. They bought tickets and then couldn't get in. Right, right. And 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 it was an organizational nightmare. Wow, and, yeah, wow. So Dave's still running that show, right? As far as I know, I don't know, Our yeah, buddy I don't know. Dave. Oh. Uh, the, I know, I know. Carpenter was there. John Carpenter. Yes. Uh, and they had some pretty impressive guests. So, so that's great. Monster Mania is a great yeah. show. It sounds like it had some troubles this time, which is weird because they never have problems. Yeah, I know that I've ever heard of anyway. But it seems well, like it, it sounds like it was perfect storm kind of stuff. Yeah, that that, that was a little but, beyond the control. But the of one the, I'm really upset about, I think, that I missed, and I don't know whether I was in town for it or not because I have to look it up, is the New Jersey Collectors Con. Oh, we missed so, that too. Yeah, so I'm letting everybody know right. now that you know I missed it. I missed it. Yeah, and I'm really upset. Uh, not the least of which is Boss Fight Studio was there with some of their new three and three quarter fantasy stuff and other things which of course we've talked about on this show for a very long time and not to mention the fact that new jersey collector con is just a really killer con yeah it's for, a good show for uh particularly for 80s stuff transformers gi yeah. joe um star wars etc it's a really great show and i'm really upset that I, it's the first one i've missed in quite a while so anyway there's that um all right uh, is that it? We had no more voicemails, right? Uh, no, that is the okay. uh, the extent of voicemails. I mean, I'll play them again if we all no, want. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're that good. Let's, uh, let's let's quickly hit a couple of things, and and then we can we can call this one a call this one a wrap. Uh, Ready Player One screened at South by Southwest this past weekend. Um, most people I know, or most reviews that I read online, no one has a published review yet. It's mostly. Right. Uh, social media type responses. Uh, most people seem to say it was pretty good. There's some really good feedback. And a lot of the people who uh, – people that I follow that are very solidly in the camp of fuck Ernie Klein. Yeah. Fuck Ready Player One. Worst book ever r- written. Blah, 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 blah. Terrible. Hate it. They've been silent. Yeah. Um, because there have been other people that are not quite as deeply in that camp, but are, but are people that are like, ah, yeah, the book is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. And the movie looks kind of like, kind of like an assault on my senses, but I, yeah. uh, I'm going to check it out because I have to because I'm a movie reviewer, right, right. and we'll see. And they they went in not enthusiastic, and one in particular uh, came out with like holy shit levels of that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and some of these other people that are firmly in that camp of, of fuck Spielberg, et cetera, right, right. Um, have fallen completely silent oh, yes. in the wake of that, the person who we mutually follow their review. So, uh, I'm, I'm, 
encouraged by that because uh, it's it, people have been really salty. I, I heard after about they, it for, uh, for a while. I think there might have been two screenings at South by. I heard after at least one of them, there was a standing ovation from the crowd. Yep. Um, and so it seems like most people are really enjoying it. I've heard some of the naysayers say that it's you know it's it's a bit. Uh, it's it's too much nostalgia and that, and I but that that's, but that's the that's entire plot the book. of the book and, and and it's the it's the whole point of the story. It's, it's not just nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. The point of the book is there is a mystery that needs to be solved, a riddle, right. and the answer to the riddle is wrapped up in nostalgia. You have to know the the, the oasis nostalgia. is built upon nostalgia, right? So you have to know the nostalgia yeah. in order to solve the riddle, and so naturally they have to explore that nostalgia. Yeah. And some people have also said, and "Oh, it's so bright." It's overload. I'm like, yeah, it takes place in a VR world. Yeah. Like the whole, the 90% what were you of the movie. Expecting? Like, well, yeah, exactly. So what you're telling me is it's everything I want it to be. Cool. I'm yeah. going to love it. That's what, I, that's what it, I'm saying. It could the, be shit. Don't of, get me wrong. It uh, could yeah. be absolute shit. We'll judge for ourselves. But nothing you're saying is making me think I'm going to not the, like the it. The tone of that is the same kind of people like, you know, fucking Pacific Rim yeah. sucked. It was just big, big, stupid monsters and big, stupid robots fighting. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Exactly. Yeah, right. you think exactly what I want. You've just explained every weekend of my childhood yeah. in my mind. Like that's <laughs> like fucking a. Yes. So a lot of the stuff that's coming out yeah, of that from so. the naysayer camp is is along that same right. line. I'm like this. Yeah. Okay. You've right. made me more excited for the film, right. which is not your intention. No. Um, Fail. Deadpool two did not screen at South by, but it did screen in front of uh, a handful of test audiences and. So for those of you who don't know, let me preface all this by saying, traditionally speaking, the idea of a test audience is to see how the audience reacts, but it also gives the studio time to go back and tweak things that might not work with the test audience. Right. That's why it's a test audience. You have to fill out a review afterwards. That's how Little Shop of Horrors ended up with the ending it got instead of the more uh, proper Proper ending. ending. So um, that being said, uh, apparently the test audiences are not testing very positive for Deadpool 2. Correct. Um, There's some negative stuff coming out of it. Um, Although it's funny because some of the stuff that I've read also kind of seems like it's appropriate for the second Deadpool movie. So I'm not... I don't read a lot into test audiences because... Who are they testing is the question. Right, right. So did it test well the first time around? uh, I don't remember. The first film? Yeah. Yeah, it did. But I I know that I've been invited to several test screenings in a test audience participation. And out of those times, I only think one time that I went to one, did I know what I was going to see prior to seeing it? A lot of time... You get an invitation, and it's like, we're screening something new for a test audience Saturday night at 8 o'clock. Respond if you'd like to come. And you respond yes. And when you show up at the theater, they're like, okay, you're going to see the new Harry Potter movie. So it's it's possible that the audience wasn't filled with people ready for the Deadpool movie. The Deadpool movie is – it is very much a niche audience. Oh, yeah. That is not – your everyday audience. So right. I say, I, 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 with Deadpool, yeah, I would specifically yeah. have a wary eye towards a test audience for that because so, that's a real mixed bag. But I also see the test audience as an opportunity to fix problems. And sure. so if the test audience hopefully gives constructive criticism rather than fuck your uncle, um, right. they have a chance to fix problems and, and maybe we'll get a better movie for it. I will be more interested to see what the actual screening comes right. out i'm still excited for deadpool too so and that, that's, yeah that's that, that the test audience could be like this is terribly offensive and all that and all that did was tell them okay it didn't test well with this audience but we know we got a fucking winner again yeah, exactly let it ride um and we also got a trailer today for um fantastic beasts 2 
Um, I think it looks pretty good. It's everything you kind of expect out of the Harry Potter universe. Right. Um, we get our look. Uh, we get a pretty good look at Dumbledore, played by Jude Law. Um, we get you know some, but more... not Johnny Depp yet. No Johnny Depp yet. Uh, we get some more Newt. We get some more Fantastic Beasts. Um, they've clearly been found. Yeah. So that part is maybe left to the Fantastic Beasts. Where to find them? There they are. There they are in the corner. Um, but I think it looks good. I'm pretty excited Man. for it. I still have yet to see the first one, and <laughs> I haven't. I didn't see the trailer for this one. It hasn't. It hasn't. It hasn't clicked for me yet. Like I, I'm, I'm in that mode of like I don't care. Yeah, the first one was good. But I, I enjoyed you know, the first one for for I, I, for the sake of of it leading to what looks like an amazing Jude Law I, yeah. as Dumbledore. Uh, I've, the cast photo is the only thing I've seen, and he looks spectacular as, as uh, uh, Youngledore. <laughs> Youngledore not long ago. <laughs> um, so I, I think to get to that and see how that pans out, uh, we should probably cave in and finally well, watch it. But... The first movie is fun. Yeah, like I mean, it's 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 I fun. Think... It's not as heavy. So. It's yeah. not as heavy as like the Harry Potter films it's, it's, where they ended. Yeah, it's right. So it's more well like, before all the shit hits the fan. It's more on that. like it's more like Chamber of Secrets, maybe. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Like it's more like two or three. I think my maybe. aversion, like I have the same kind of aversion to uh, fucking Kermit. The hell's his name? Muppet. The uh, Hellboy. No, Magnola? no Kermit. He sounds like fucking Kermit. Um, Mike McNola. Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. Oh, oh, like, oh, I can't oh. Think of his I have an aversion to him like I have to Dr. Soupy here, and that's right, why right, I haven't right. gotten to Matt Smith yet <laughs> right, right, right. In, uh, in that run. So I, that might be what's also holding me you back. You know what, though? I, it's, I, I said this when Fantastic Beasts comes out. Eddie Redmayne, to me, is very awkward. Mm -hmm. Just I, I find his performances very awkward. However, I think it worked perfectly in Fantastic Beasts. Right. Because the character is sort of reclusive and a shut-in and socially awkward. Okay. And, you know, he... He deals better with the beasts than he does with people. And so Eddie Redmayne's kind of... It fits. It fits. It yeah. worked for that character. I also get the impression, based on the trailer we saw today, that he's certainly a major part of the film. But I, So the, the concept of the second film is he's kind of been hired by Dumbledore. He's working for Dumbledore to kind of investigate and, and, and Grindelwald and all that shit. Right. So, but the trailer doesn't play up Redmayne at all. Like he's in it, right? And he has some, civic, but it it plays up Dumbledore a bit more. I don't know if that's. I wonder if they're, they're highlighting right. exactly. him for the, for the exactly. trailer they're and then trying to tie it a little tighter. To so, the... um, so we'll see. I I'm excited for it. it comes oh. out in November. Mm. Um, I got time to catch up. Yeah, uh, I think we have a product that we're going to kind of do a quick hit with, right? And then we're going to do yeah for Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a full unboxing. Oh whatever, wait, so. I got to do the thing. Okay, there. Th that was that that's was, that's my thing. That was lackluster. Daredevil. So there. By <laughs> Sideshow Collectibles. So oh, this hey. is actually um, Sideshow's take on the character Daredevil. Right. So, so this is not not, not hot toys. Not hot toys. Okay. Well, I like that part of the packaging already. Wow, know, that's pretty neat, right? It's got the removable cardboard bit. So we're not going to get too deep into it, but. That's kind of what he looks like. Well, look, I mean, at a glance, look, the, 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 right. So, so the at a glance is it comes with everything you would expect, right? The multiple accessories and hands. It looks like it. Um, it does not look like a second head, but it does have a base. It's the real feel clothing. I really dig the, uh, I really dig the knee pads. Yeah. It I looks like, like a suit. It looks like a fantastic hot toys piece. Um, you can go over to Sideshow Toys. This is done by Sideshow themselves, not Hot Toys. Right, so you can yeah. go to SideshowCollectibles.com, mm -hmm. I think it is, yeah. or SideshowToy.com. SideshowToy. Um, yeah. And I think you could still actually get this piece. 
I think so. Nice. Um, you could still get it. Hold up. So, so yeah. So that it's it's an awesome piece. Um, we have a lot. This is definitely a good time to be a Daredevil fan. I would say. Yeah. Because there's lots of different stuff coming out. Oh between, yeah, awesome. Between Mezco and fuck you, I've had to live through seven years of fucking Arrow. <laughs> oh, I know. Fucking plethora of Arrow, everything. Uh huh. Now is your time. <laughs> no, I had Cap, sir, and I had Joker before that. Now is the time. <laughs> now is the oh. best time. So anyway, I'm gonna be so mad at you when that's in my head at two in the morning <laughs> but uh it. It, it's an awesome piece by hot toys go i'm uh, not hot toys by sideshow i'm sorry go to sideshowtoy.com check it out over there place an order for it if you want to get in on it you can't even though it's still out they do still offer the flex payments for product that's still available it yep. just delays when you get it correct um so you know definitely go check it out i have i have flex payments on something starting at sideshow next week oh oh what yeah. is that um it's the j scott campbell uh, Little Mermaid piece oh, uh, okay. that right, they previously right. announced. Um, uh, hey, that Obi Wan stole a thing, by the way, that I I've completely forgotten about until right this moment. Uh, the I Mythos know, one. I don't yeah. think it's sold out. I, I could be mistaken. But, that's because uh, that's not until later this year, anyway, right? Uh, yeah, but so no, so if it's November or December this year, flex payments probably start soon, like April, maybe I would think. Mm, okay, because I think the most number of flex payments you can do is six. Gotcha. Depends, right? Oh, it depends on the yeah, price, right? Okay. So, um, so yeah, so you can definitely check that out. It looks pretty cool. Let's see, uh, uh, PK. Mm. Hold on, let's see. Mm. So, so I'm looking at the site. This is bad that I'm considering this because it it, it ensure I have to find the Padawan then uh, Padawan one then, yeah. which is the only one. I, I saw it again on eBay really recently. You got to send me a link for those things, sir. Will, if it's, if it's uh, reachable enough, I'll jump on it. Two sixty. Okay. It's currently in pre order. It is not. It doesn't it's not look sold to out. Me like it's sold out. Yeah, because no. I was okay. on their site a couple days ago and I what saw kinda, it pop up on there. And it's like, well, usually like a twenty dollar, thirty dollar deposit or something like that, or fifty eight fifty a month. And then it's like yeah, it's like twenty. Yeah, bucks what, whatever the whatever the. They give a start is. date on the the flex pay or no? The, no, it's in pre order, which means you can start anytime you want. No, okay. no, 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 no. Because the J. Scott Campbell piece went into pre order like four months ago. They start and flex I pay a certain amount of time before. Flex pay is just starting now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So well, it, it dep- it, that right, also depends. Right. So it with a two sixty price point, and it's later this year. Flex pay probably starts. I would say April, maybe May. Yeah, so much stuff comes this. I know. Year. I know. It's awesome. Hold on. I'm gonna yeah. look. I'm gonna make sure that the great Daredevil that we're talking about here is. Oh still yeah. On. Good. Good call. Good call. Just checking. I deliberately didn't look at that because you know, we're, yeah. we're doing like the real unboxing. We're gonna do I the want, real unboxing. I want to holy shit it up for two twenty nine ninety nine. For and, and it is low stock remaining for Daredevil. Oh, for Daredevil. Yeah. Okay. So you can still get in on Daredevil. Uh, and I'm going to say one quick thing about Sideshow 2, um, and then I, we can we could start to wrap it up. But um, if you ever see something on the Sideshow site that is low stock or says sold out, but is only recently sold out, put your name on the waiting that wait list. list. Because I yep. frequently works. On, on more than one occasion, I've had the wait list come through for me. There is always snagged pieces there is always way. There are always people that bail out. Payment declines or yep. change their mind. Always people that bail be. out. Yeah. Uh, I've been that person where last second I'm like, you know what? I, I, I just I can't, can't do it. I've I just can't it. spring for this piece as much as I want it and I bail out. And and some lucky winner below me yeah, on the wait list gets, got, it. gets yeah. it. So yeah, do not do not give up if you see sold out. It's worth it. It is worth it. All right. Um, I think with that, and I hear the the wrap up music and date playing in the background. Um, don't forget, you can check us out online each and every week over at bkgeekstuff.com. You can find us at facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff. Patreon. Party answer. 
dot com backslash. Who is it that posted the the, the Wayne and Petraeus? Oh, oh my uh, god, it was hilarious. I um, don't remember. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, uh, Patreon.com backslash BK Geek stuff over there as well. You can get in on all the rewards that we have there. Every pledge helps. Um, you know, we thank you if you can contribute to that. Of course, you're not obligated to do that. The show in this form will always remain for always remain free. Hopefully, as long as we're doing it. Um, but you can get perks for for joining in on that, and, and we welcome you to check that out. Um, on social media, I am GeekStuffOG across all the social media platforms, including the PlayStation Network. Nice. I'm Big Kev GS on Xbox One, if I ever get back on there, and BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. And I'm K Robert Marlowe on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me on the PlayStation Network as Flick Dude. Nice! Floating around in virtual world. Yep, there yep, you yep. go. I am God in there. Woo! Seriously, though, like, uh,. I, I, I don't. Do we have anybody that's on the on the VR thing? That's uh, I don't know. Am I the only one so far? I Open a VR room. Yeah, I, I don't just know. Uh, I just picked up uh, what did I pick up Far Point with a little uh, with a pointer gun. Someone, someone so will hop on I, it. I need to go shooting with people. So, someone will uh, hop on it. I'm sure. Or uh, and we and, or me you know, in the bridge crew. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I'm waiting patiently. Bridge crew. That's the one I want. We got our we got our photographer buddy is uh, is in the mix. Yes, there, so I, I, saw. I have to connect with him soon and uh, figure out some uh, some gaming. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, I guess with that, our photographer buddy Micah's Prime. No, no. I, oh. you don't know this photographer. Oh. It's actually one that you don't know. I don't think. Oh, I see. But without Big Kev. Yes, with that, OG, we will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff to a close. Episode 488, the one we called $1 billion. The way we end some episodes by saying, Troll the Respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music. Right.